0: what's going on everybody welcome to another episode of the brothers podcast please give a round of applause for yourselves because in a world full of haters who can only be great it is your host your boy steven city p watson as always back online with my partner in crime
1: dante chase bridges aka dante chase bridges
0: never needed an aka and together that would make us the goddamn brother i know you missed us we missed y'all too. Yeah, we was a little down. We got, he got a little sick, got a little hurt. He had to take care of some business, but we here. And we, it was the holidays, people. All oh, that in the holidays. It was the holidays. Well, it's not really a holiday for us. We just took the day off and got some meat.
1: It was. So, it fell on a Thursday.
0: Well, yeah, I know. It's like middle of the week. Like we finna work on a holiday. Nobody else is. Hey but anyway. That's funny. Yeah. I right. don't. Not really. Yeah, it's not funny. But anyway, what's up, y'all? We missed y'all. We had a little time off. We hack in here. So, let's get it started. We do a little couple of shout-outs right now. Shout-out to everybody that's tuning in on right now. We thank y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We got a hell of a topic coming at you. What's that, Steve? We got a hell of a topic coming on at you, right? <laughs> All right, keep going. Keep going you missed going. the Bluetooth, man. Come on with the Bluetooth, right. man. All right. But before we tell you about this topic, which you already see in the title eventually, Let's do a little little something we like to call town hall business. Mr. Bridges, what
1: you got? I'm about to switch up the shout outs. Okay. Shout out to the people in the future that is going to give the brothers money in order to be on the show as far as sponsorship. Yes. That's going to be coming up real soon. Yes. So shout out to all those people that's trying to spend a buck to make a buck. Mm -hmm. Shout out to all of our affiliates. Shout out to WIAN in Memphis, Tennessee. I say Tennessee or Tennessee. Tennessee, I call it Tennessee. And that's where we'll be syndicated at. Wait, did I say we'll be? Yeah. That's what we, we are syndicated, we syndicated, syndicated. Shout out to UBN where you can find us. Shout out to St. Chicago where you can find us. Shout out to all of the engines, whether it's iTunes, iHeart, Spotify i and him is everywhere we ain't nothing but a google way so you can check us out just hit that google type in the brothers mm-hmm. type in the brothers blog where you can catch all the latest new what's happening articles and just do what's right which is support your boys because that's what we need we ain't nothing without y'all yes we know. what you got for him brother shout out to our usual
0: suspect. shout out to our always 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 permanent dj jmc out there we see you but we miss you we miss you man shout out to also our podcast partners in the Brothers Hub uh, Mr. Ryan Watkins at my mama's table yes. shout out to Reggie Price Well, I could be wrong but I doubt it mm-hmm. like I said before shout out to everybody who's tuning in right now Woo, we booming right now look at this shout out to Javondale shout out to a home girl I'm gonna talk to you soon Sky Miller if you ain't seen Scott Miller, check out the plug on 93.1 Sky. hope I got that right. 93.1. The plug, the plug the is dropping plug. tomorrow. New episode dropping tomorrow. Be sure to catch, check it out. Shout
1: out to, man, we are booming today. People missed us. Shout out to Sky's tattoos when she be wearing summer dresses. Shout out to every <laughs> Keisha,
0: Hudson, number one fan. Shout out to Keith. Nah, Nat. Shout, out to Evo. Shout, out to Shout out to woo, woo, Shout out to Boy. Shout out to Shout out to everybody that's <laughs> doing in. We love y'all. Thank y'all for the love support, man. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. yes. So
0: I guess, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the next subject, A little quick, real quick. Next subject we got called "What's really good out here."
1: What's going on out here,
0: man? What's really good I here? So you hear there's a little bit of a backlash going on, the whole aerial
1: controversy? Oh, yeah, man. But you know, man, I, I'm sorry. To, I ain't mean to hijack this from you, man. Right. But you know, I broke that shit down. Man. Go ahead break it down. Because there was a lot of people that understand this. Thing. First of all, any white people that are trying to say that we're trying to take the Ariel away, Ariel is a Muslim name. It's from us. The mermaid is an African spirituality system. It's from us. The mermaid was an African system in America. It's from us. Mermaid name was Yama That's an Orisha. That's from us. The whole concept of a goddamn mermaid comes from dark skinned people like myself and darker skinned people as that guy right there okay so no this <laughs> <laughs> i mean like it's you know, hot you know, outside it's, i could get crispy real quick it's, it's true you look like crunchy black out here. Yeah, yeah, I know. but what we're saying is how the hell y'all gonna talk about somebody trying to take the mermaid when the mermaid is ass and it's always gonna be originally our shit okay what's wrong with y'all out there stupid these light-skinned niggas. Anyway,
0: the next step. Next subject. I'm almond Brown. Yeah, whatever. Omen. <laughs> you are Shea Butter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> other, also, I guess we can shout out to the U, the U.S. National Women's Team for Women the World Cup. Again, <clears throat> before, the fourth World Cup. Shout out to them. It's also about the argument of the whole equal pay statute. Oh, shoot. Because apparently that's what the argument. They're currently involved in a lawsuit with the uh, IOC, I believe. Now, I'm... Well, they're involved with the organizers about getting equal pay between men and women in soccer. Mm But you just be realistic? I mean, I got no
1: problem with it. Get get your money. You know what? I ain't got no problem with it either. But this is the whole situation about it. It's not about equal pay. It's about more people tune in to see the men Mm -hmm. and more people tune in to see the women. That's That's the the situation we got with the WNBA and the NBA. The same thing. It's not that the... Uh, NBA is getting treated more Than the WNBA It's that the NBA makes more money Than the WNBA So how can I pay you For what you are not worth Now if the WNBA was bringing in Them millions and billions of dollars mm-hmm. They should get equal pay Yeah. Okay. But if the WNBA is making bringing in 100 million and the NBA is making In 100 billion but you're saying That the WNBA or the soccer Because yeah. it's the equivalency come on now can't you see like l- logically like like rationally mm-hmm. can't you see that you make what you another make, one to
0: lay to lay it down if you want more money have a better product mm-hmm. that's all you gotta do have a better product advertise it better promote it better right. maybe you want to do a little couple longer games same level like WNBA, especially mm-hmm.
1: you only run like three or four months out of the year while NBA is like nine to six, ten months. NBA is about to drag into football season. It's starting to get training yeah. camp season, and we still talking about Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Man. Now, now when y'all talk about Dova, what, what Deladana? Elena uh, Deladana? Yeah, when we, you know, like we talking about Kawhi Leonard, then let's come and talk about equality, yeah. or let's talk about a pay raise for the women. But you're honestly getting paid the amount that you're worth. Like, I, I, I saw something, and I read something where it said that the World Cup, they're making, um, they get a pool for the whole World Cup. $40 million for that pool, okay? Mm-hmm. And the women get paid 20% of that pool. I'm sorry, it's $100 million. Oh, okay. And the women get paid uh 20% of that pool. That's how the women get their money. They only bring in $100 million. Well, the men bring in billions of dollars for their world cup and they only make seven percent of that pool so it's not necessarily that they are trying to pay them or not pay them that money it's literally they ain't got the same sauce as the men do because more people are tuning into the men's world cup than they are the women's world cup and the reason why the united states had so many people is because the united states was in the finals but overall they wouldn't. So that's all I had to say, man.
0: Okay,
1: that's that's interesting. <laughs> one more
0: thing, I gotta touch on before we get to the topic, and I need to understand something, especially with this nigga. You don't call me a nigga. You're a nigga. Which one of you niggas put a fucking alligator in a Humboldt Park line? <laughs> Which one of y'all did it? That alligator. Which
1: who? Which one of you crackhead motherfuckers did this? First of all, I'm kind of mad that you put it on the west side because you know there's a pimp and three players that had made three what three. Pairs why of gators and four belts out this little nigga. Okay? Why? Why would you put them on the west side? You could have put him in ounce You could've put him in Oakline. These Things would at least sold him an ounce, but you put... <laughs> <laughs> You put him on the West Side, Jesus Christ. Why?
0: There's a dead crackhead for them to get mauled real <laughs> quick. Fucking around with this damn gator. The gators is simply... look Well, we didn't expect the Gators to still be alive in there. You know, he's a baby when we dumped him in the pond. It's five feet long. <laughs> It's
1: a gator! It's bigger than me! What the fuck you doing with a gator at the whole park? There's a crackhead that just sold that gator for $40. He tried to take him to Cash America to the pawn shop, but they, they didn't know how to basically sell the alligator. I got this gator for your family. Come on,
0: man. It's a, a goddamn gator. Gator. Gator, gator,
1: dog. It's a gator. It's a gator. It's a gator.
0: All yeah. right, $30. $30. $30? Okay. <laughs> can can, can I right. get, can get like $35 <laughs> uh, in a pack of new ports? No, that's <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Fucking Gator, man. What's wrong with you motherfuckers out there? (laughs) Damn gator in Humble Park. Yeah man. Niggas won't go in anywhere. But anyway, let's start the damn topic. That's that's funny though man. A fucking gator! It's a gator in Humboldt Park right now. Just Uh, swimming. But Nobody knows how I got there. I t- I'm playing Floridians, but, you know, y'all niggas gonna talk to us the west side niggas, fuck y'all. But you feel like they got on the plane, brunk it over like roaches? What the fuck yeah, because they <laughs> Florida, motherfucker, Florida does a lot of weird shit. If you ever heard a bizarre-ass story? You know a Florida, motherfucker, did it? You see it online every day. Matter of fact, the only thing you gotta do is type in Florida Man. And you'll see a whole list of the most random, bizarre-ass
1: stories. Yes, you will. Florida Bet you Florida. Floridian. And, and, and people, I'm not on the phone. What I'm doing is I'm interacting with all the people on no. here as we talk. I'm interacting with everybody. So I want y'all to know that I'm tuned in to y'all. Okay? Yeah, because he's talking to
0: them about the Florida uh, Gator. Talking about park. the Gator
1: Man. To all he's trying to set are. up another
0: Gator in the fucking Humble Park. Mm-hmm. West Side, right? He's on to us. <laughs> just, just bring two Gators. Change the tones. We can get this doctor, <laughs> wait, wait. Let's get started to our topic of the day, and the topic is actually something that can deal with that is deal a lot about our health mentally. It's something we call "Give me my space, so I can be black."
1: Yes, yes, yes. So what this
0: means is, you ever become as a black person, just get overwhelmed with life, like life just kind of hits you real hard, and you just can't, like you know fathom what their next move is gonna be and everything's kinda comes crashing down on you. Yeah, I would know, I experience this every week. But the point is- Everyday concept. It's an everyday concept. So it's like sometimes you need to just take a break and just get away for a little while. But sometimes it's not that easy. Sometimes you just can't, you know, take a moment. Cause there's always something or somebody in your ear, in your head, on your phone, in your back pocket, it always happens, especially for black people when it comes to the, uh, the trials and tribulations of what we're dealing with in society. We have to deal with this on almost even a double amount of basis. So I would ask, why is it so important for the black community to need their space as a whole?
1: You asking me that question? Yeah, I'm asking you that question. You should ask the people that question, man.
0: Well, I'll tell you why we ask the people while he's asking the people. I'm going to ask the people, why do y'all feel like y'all need y'all space? Why? Because I can tell you why I need my space from personal experience. I need my space because here's my... I'll tell you a little bit of an example of why I do it on a regular basis. Every morning, I get up between 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning to get ready to go to work. I'm at work for between 9 to maybe 10 hours a day. Got to yell at people. I got to route. I got to make sure things get straightened out. I got to make sure runs get taken care of. That's stressful. I got to deal with idiots. I don't care. I'm a, you know, Josh says that. See, that. I don't give a fuck. I deal with idiots. Okay. I gotta get off work. I gotta at least try to make some more money. I gotta side hustle. And then I gotta come home. I'm barely home half the time. The world is such a staticky place that when I come home to my home, I like to have peace and quiet and space. So it's very important for me to keep that because I need my sanity because sometimes the world can hit you real hard. It's You get easily overwhelmed. And then not only that, but you got your bills, your finances. You don't feel like you're making enough money. Your girl, your man might be getting on your fucking nerves all the fucking time. It's just that you need to get away. So in a situation where that, for me, it's really hard just to kind of just stop everything and just relax. I feel like it's so important right now to black women to take time away to be in your own personal space because you get to learn about yourself
1: more and how you be able to handle certain things. Right. What do you feel about Black So, I'll say it like this. A black boy this morning just got on a bus and went to a school that he knew that he didn't fit in because of the color of his skin. A black man just got inside of his car and went to a construction site or a warehouse where the demographic was 15% black, 80% white, okay? Because he knew that he had to make enough money to support him, his black mother, his black daughter, his black wife, and his black son. A person has literally went to downtown Chicago looking for a job and had to change its dialect and her accent because she knew subconsciously that she would not be able to even sniff employment, if they felt that the way she talked, the rhythm of the natural rhythm of her voice did not coincide with her working in human resources. So you want to ask a person really why black people need their own space? First of all, to breathe, because nine times out of 10, the bare minimum of what we need in order to just survive, we have to depend on this society and you like I know that this society is more run by the Caucasian persuasion than it is ran by the African Americans or black people or more whatever you want to call yourself so in order for you to just be a human being you have to indoctrinate you have to almost submit yourself into another racist standards and do you know what that does to the mind it fucks it up so why do a black person really need space not to die (laughs) (laughs)
0: Real, <laughs> <laughs> just like the on that one. Yeah. So the, as you just see, we just hit that subject from two different angles. I talked on the personally. He talked on the cultural aspect of it. That's a little hint about what you. If you're a first time watching the brothers, this is what we do here. We hit you from both sides. Mm-hmm. We hit you from the broader from the broader standpoint, and we hit you to the personal standpoint. That's right. what we do best. And I know one thing that is very personal about y'all is the mental health aspect of that. So I would ask this, do mental health issues come
1: from Black people being forced into a society that does not want them? Well, I mean, what, what do you think about it? Like, any time that you were in a situation where you were not wanted, but you knew that you had to try to matriculate yourself into it in order to survive. Like, I know when I went to medical school in Dallas, I was maybe, out of 156 people, I, it was 26 black people. And after two months, there was only five of us, okay? okay? So I had to literally change damn near everything about myself to stay inside of that program, which is one of the reasons why i never be left. But how can a person that was one way and literally have to go to a mental change, not have mental health issues, when he has to change everything about himself to merely survive. Then you have people on the outside world, people that are easier to get inside of this system. And I'm sorry to say this, but my women folk that don't understand how hard it is for their black male counterparts to have to maneuver inside of a white society. because. Mental health issues come in when there's a lot of resistance inside of the brain for long periods of time When there's a lot of traumatic stress going on inside of the brain for long periods of times Aka that's why when you go to a prison system You see a lot of post-traumatic stress disorders when you go to the army and you go to war You see a lot of post-traumatic stress disorders Well the black man and the black woman in America is dealing with a whole type of war We're dealing with a war of the public. We're dealing with the war of the court systems we're dealing with the war of people even accepting us for just breathing so how can we not have some form of ptsd some form of anxiety some form of post-traumatic stress relationships mm-hmm. dealing with being with <laughs> your man being with your woman in a society that spits on you every time you turn your back and then act like they did when you would look them in the face really like how can you not have that
0: Does he got understand like how much of an impact mentally that has on you it's already bad enough that you know mental health in the black community is at an all time rise Mm -hmm. of disparity because we don't know exactly people it almost seems like they're getting crazier and crazier and crazier in the black community it's almost become so abundant it's almost it's like an epidemic almost right especially now the fact we have a society that's telling you that black mental health is not even that important to them They're they're decommissioning certain avenues and your health, your health benefits won't even cover that. Right. You had to come out of your own pocket, and most people are in the black. community don't have that much money to go seek the level of mental health that you want. Your health insurance is not going to cover it, you know. So the issue is, is that when we want to have these discussions and have somebody have these impression of you, have to be able to discuss these things. You can't do that. Right. It's almost like you like you left almost like you have to talk to yourself sometimes, talking so out of things. But sometimes yourself can be your worst enemy.
1: You especially might talk, when you don't know
0: yourself, especially you don't... you don't know yourself at all. Yeah. So you have to end up almost fighting a losing battle in your own mind because if your mind's not strong enough and your will not strong
1: enough, you're gonna end up failing. Just think about the title of what we're saying, like how we even worded it. We said that black people need their space. Now, when you talk about a person needing space, you're actually insinuating that a person needs to retreat for some reason. He needs to heal. He needs to rehabilitate. Do you ever go to the gym and you work out real hard? What do you have to do after you work out real hard? Rest. Exactly. You got to rest. You got to recuperate. So every time a black person, especially black men, but black people in general, go outside, we are under lots and lots of stress Mm. just like you go out when you work out and this is a good example when you're working out you're literally tearing the fibers of your muscles every time that you're contracting you're tearing fibers and you're putting a lot of mental strain on your muscles every time a black person goes outside whether he's dealing with the cops whether he's dealing with uh uh racially ambiguous person telling him that they may not uh, or do belong or a racist asshole telling them or not telling him directly or indirectly that your job is just one fuck up away. Every time you go out into the system, your Mental muscles are being torn apart like it was working out. So just on that metaphor alone, you have to understand why black people need their space. They need their <clears> space <throat> to recuperate. They need their space so those muscle fibers inside of our brain with the ass whooping that we take on a day-to-day basis, the stress that we take on a day-to-day basis has to heal, has to recuperate.
0: Yeah, I spoke about this a while back about depression episodes and how I have suffered from them at times. And I remember that was more abundantly when I first moved out on my own. And I know, because you know, sometimes you have to be able to be strong enough to go through the trials. It's not going to get easy. Having your own space can be important to that because you have to be able to just kind of stop, cut out the noise, and just be to yourself. That could do a lot of good, not just in the mental aspect, but how you interact with other people. <clears throat> Which brings me to the next subject: Does black people not having their own space affect our romantic relationships?
1: I mean, like, how how would it not?
0: Cause, look, as I touched earlier in the in this before we started our little rant, when you have a significant other, sometimes your life can be life can give really tense, and you got a lot of things going on, and your significant other does not can seem like they don't care at that, about that moment, but their needs need to be addressed first before you move on with your life, like take for instance, let's throw a perfect example, you're, you're a black man, you out there grinding, you've been out all day, you get home, you want to sit down and relax. Do you think for a second that the first thing a black man want to hear is that black is that black woman telling you, "Baby, with the bills to do, baby the trash you need to be taken out, baby did you go get this, baby did you go get that, baby I'm tired, when we gonna go out, when we go when you gonna take the kids with you?" Right, So on and so forth. You think as a man, you want to hear that.
1: Now, I'm glad you did say about the the Mm -hmm. money thing because I have a statistic that I've always said to everyone. Mm -hmm. Now, like I said, when it comes to black people and just this whole demographic economically, 97% of the wealth is inside of the hands of the Caucasians. 2.6% is in the side of the hands of black people. And out of them, 2.6%, Only 20% of that is in the hands of anybody 35 and younger. What does that mean to people dealing with relationships? It means that when you are in a society where you don't have the money to finance a person that might have unrealistic expectations what it is to be black in America, meaning that even though you saw that your mother always asked to go to Red Lobster every, every month, Even though you saw your girlfriends always request to go to the movies and be able to go to trinidad when they felt like it even though you have that unrealistic expectation and you're putting that on side and into your man and you know that he does not have the money in order to make your dream or your dreamish reality come true how do you think that Us being in a white society where the black man has the hardest time getting the money won't affect our relationships. We don't even have the space to be human enough to say that, babe, listen, even though I have the ambition in the world to go out and get the money, the actual resources, the only way that I can get it is I have to go inside of a white system. Now, most people will say, what you mean go inside of a white system? You ain't gotta go inside a white system and get no money. I want you to listen to this. When you say white system, you don't necessarily have to mean go to a corporate job. If I want to go to McDonald's, that's matriculating to a white system. If I want to work at Family Dollar, that's matriculating to a white system. If you want to work at True Green Line Care, that's matriculating to a white system. If you want to work at Ford, GM, if you had a doc job, 90% of the manufacturing jobs in America is dealing in a Caucasian system. So when I tell you, you have to be indoctrinated inside a white America just to have the funds to, to take care of your children, to take care of that girl in a relationship. It's the guy sign is true. So how can a man that doesn't rely on his own wits to make money Or can't rely on starting a farm somewhere, making his own crops, getting his own money, making his own clothes. He has to rely on a white corporate structure to get money for his girl and his kids. How can that not affect your relationship? because it's the mimosa of affecting a relationship. When you take away a man's independence, independence to make his own money, to have his own autonomy, you're going to affect the way that he views himself. He's going to project that onto his woman, and in turn, his woman is going to project that right back to him, which is going to cause an unstable relationship. Now the kids get affected. I'm going to do a little
0: bit of a sidebar, pushback. back a little bit. <clears throat> when we say white, That doesn't necessarily mean at all the time, skin tone. What we talk about is what we also talk about about. Comes to real estate. It's a concept. It's a concept. What we mean when you say white is about people who have money and people who don't have money. You can say, well, there's a lot of broke white motherfuckers too. We know about that terminology. What we're talking about is when you say white system, which means rich. Wealthy people who have more to do wealth. People have more money than you. They influence the system of how it works. We don't matter what skin tone they have. They influence the system. You, on the other hand, don't have that type
1: of influence. You have to go work for them. Let me ask you a question, real quick, son. So let's say you as a black man, you you work. Um, what what, what's your job type like? What I am, I guess, a doc leading artist. Okay, so let's say, like I just said the statistic, that 90, it's 90%, it's between 90 and 95% of the manufacturing jobs in the United States is in the hands of Caucasian leaderships. Let's say the job that you have, which is manufacturing and shipping, um, let's say all that went away. Okay. How would you support your family at that point? When you would have to... Realistically. Realistically, you you probably have to do something illegal at this point. Exactly. So when I say that black people need space, we don't necessarily just need mental space. We need economic space because if you have to rely on another concept of people, Not just the race, but the concept of people. And if they don't have what you need, like your drug dealer, which is a manufacturing job, which is a corporate mid-level or a low-level job like a franchise at McDonald's. If all of that went away and you feel that you can go to a life of crime because you don't have the know-how or you haven't been raised in order to understand that maybe i can start a economic system on my own and when you say that that don't mean you gotta have an MBA, but that literally means that you can start a barter system this is another reason why black people need their own space it's because we don't even know the primitive ways to survive without white people's corporate structures i've always pushed this concept if I'm a barber and, and let's say what would be a job you man you're a mechanic <laughs> why in the hell would I be paying money for my car when I could trade him my services as a barber every week and he can trade me his services as a mechanic every week why if you a lawyer and you got a friend that's a doctor, why are you paying money for the services of legal representation, and they paying money for the services of going to get a, a, a annual checkup? Well, there's an argument that can be made about that,
0: is about the equal value of that. Because a lot of people will say that the value of being a barber
1: is not equal to the value of being a mechanic. Let's, let's look that up real quick. So let's say if I get a haircut real quick. What's a haircut, $20, $35? I don't know anymore. <laughs> but let's say I get what, a beer liner for ten bucks. <laughs> what is it? About
0: twenty.
1: Let's say about twenty. It's 20, 20, twenty twenty-five dollars. Twenty-five dollars okay. with a tip. Right. So that's every week. So let's say you got a hundred dollars worth of barber things every month, which can coincide to be about what every month? That's four hundred dollars a month. I mean that's four hundred dollars. I mean I'm sorry, hundred dollars a month which is $1,200 a year, okay? So let's say you're only going to your mechanic to get regular tune-ups, to get regular oil changes. You telling me that you can't get $1,200 worth of oil changes or $1,200 worth of tune-ups per month and trade that with your barber? Per month. I mean, per year. Per year. And trade just trade that with your bar. Well, that would also depend on whether or not. Oh, okay. Okay. Now don't no. do don't, don't keep on putting factors in. I'm putting back. Let, no. Let oh, me, I'm not putting wait, back. Wait, wait. Let me ask the people because he's about to get rowdy. And watch, he about to try to take it over. Watch, watch. He about, he about to do like this and shit no. like that. But let me just ask the people real quick. Everybody, look at him. He, yeah. he is stealing. I stu- I'm, stu- right not.
0: Now. I'm not, stu- I'm I'm not I, him I know I've
1: known him for ten years. He is stealing stu- stu- right now.
0: You just cut me off. Because I know where
1: about to go. Let me ask the people this real quick. If it's a barber that can give you twelve hundred dollars worth of mechanic, well, twelve200 dollars worth of haircuts and shape ups, and you have a mechanic that can give you twelve hundred dollars worth of tune-ups and you know oil changes or whatever comes with it, would you not take that deal so y'all didn't have to go back and forth with the money? Like, if where there's a wheel, what I'm saying, where there's a wheel, there's a way. If you really wanted this to happen, y'all could basically coincide or put together things that can cause you to be successful and them to be successful. A document law can do that. Uh, A person that owns a grocery store, and a person that owns a car dealership can do that. What I'm basically saying is, this is the platform to make your economic base, where you don't have to depend on a corporate structure to go out and get money, okay? And another way that just hit me that this black, why we need our space let's keep it 100 with the women out here there's something about a woman that has to go out and call another man boss and she's in a relationship or a marriage with her husband that does not sit right with me because the reason why black people need their space is a lot of times you see through history the black woman has been used as a pawn in order to play against the man. So we need our economic space in order for the black men to insulate the black women and so that we can use all of their gifts in order to benefit the whole black community instead of them have to be in a situation that they gotta survive. Devil's advocate moment right here. And go out to the white structure which can basically... Here's a devil's advocate right.
0: moment right here, though. Go on, All right, here's down. the problem, though. How do you expect a black woman to separate themselves right there when they're part of a system that's always been backing them against black men in the first place? Say that one more time. How do you... Why... How do you expect black women to separate themselves in the system to be a part... So, enough when that system has been behind them in as far as, again, being against black men. This whole time. Say that one more time. How do you expect black women to separate themselves from a system that has been designed to back them up when it comes against black, going against black men?
1: Well, at that point, if the woman does not understand that if she doesn't try to sync up with her black men and her black children and start something that's new for them to succeed in life for a long period of time, then you have to do this. Some people just ain't gonna make it. If a woman's mind or a black woman's mind or a black man's mind is so warped where the only way they feel they can survive inside of this society is to team up with the white folks, some people just ain't gonna make it. Everybody ain't gonna get on that boat ride people. Yeah. Don't try to save everybody. And I know it might sound rough. You might your mother might be a part of the system where you can't get out now for the base of your family your future children You might have to jump ship on her. Your girl might be there. You might have to get another woman some people just ain't going to make it. We'll see you here, and once again, play
0: a little devil's advocate here. Because there's one issue that's going to remain about this. We're basing this off a system of who's right and who's wrong. Because at the end of the day about this situation is it's almost like you're staying true to your conviction about whether or not you're right and you believe in this. Right. But there's always somebody going to tell you you're wrong and I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. Well, so that's why I say it's always about, at this point, you have to stand true to your convictions and say, look, you may believe this, but I know this. And I know this for a fact. If you can't understand that, then we're just going to have to sit, disagree and move on with each other. Because that's not how it's working. You see this in the black household, black household all the time, when men and women have to compete against, combat each other, compete against each other, argue with each other all the time. As a man, I have to be, in my own personal experience, as a black man, I have to step in and say, look, that's not how we do things here. If you can't respect that, it's just not gonna work out. All right. Sometimes you just gotta be able to, do, to let that go. You may care about that person so much you might have to just let that go so bad because for the benefit of yourself and the benefit of her, and especially the benefit if y'all have children, because children are a huge aspect to this, which also brings to the next discussion. Right. Why does not having our own space affect
1: the children? Well, but what does? Let's just look at it like this. A lot of times when someone wants to make, I say it like this you a black woman, you're a black man, you get into a relationship, you have a child, he nine, 10, going on 12, 13, about to go to high school. Let's say you live in the city of Chicago. Now at this point, you're gonna to think to yourself, now with all the inner city schools, AKA the black schools, that's on the decline, like the Fingers, the Julians, the Carvers, the things like that, that are not actually safe or conducive for a person to actually wanna learn. At some point, that black family is gonna make a decision a decision that they're trying to keep their son or their daughter safe, but the decision nonetheless to send them to either a multicultural school or a white school, AKA Catholic, Protestant, or some school to that nature. So how does it affect the black children? Because black people don't have a safe space to send their children to a place where they can feel that they will get the education in a safe environment, It almost treats us as we have to send our children to the wolves just so they will physically survive, even though they will be mentally attacked, okay? So it affects the children because it actually subconsciously indoctrinates them into their system. What do I mean? I went to white Catholic schools when I was younger. I remember when I was nine years old, I never heard of hockey in my life but within three months of being the same as a door i was trying to fit in so goddamn bad i was telling him how i was on the junior hockey team okay so how does it affect a black child it takes him out of his element and forces him to try to survive in a foreign place for how long he's in that foreign place and when you're dealing with education You send a black person, a black kid with no safe space to be black inside of a white education system, and you're going to come out with two things. Number one, a person that probably is not going to sound like you as far as your accent or your dialect anymore. And number two, a person that's okay with going to the other side of white corporate America and not bringing his talents and his gifts back to his black community. So how does it affect the kids? It takes them away from the true essence of who we are and the people that we need to build for the future for the black community. It robs them. And not to mention the fact that we need a st- level of stability in the black
0: household to raise children properly. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, a child that can't go home to a safe space like his own home, if it's in turmoil, it's not going to be developed properly, okay? All You'll right. see it all the time. you see that's why you got, for lack of a better word, but we don't care. Mm-hmm. You got these little niggas out there running around the streets right now acting the way they are. You got the, all these... Do women, these women out there call my hot girl summer. No, no, no. That's not how this works. We just had, remember, we just watched a video, I mean, a video a lot too long ago on YouTube about sexual irresponsibility. And that's more targeted towards black men. Because black men, we have to be honest with each other. We are very much so a product of sexual
1: irresponsibility because we don't have the control in our household when it comes to our children. So how does that whole concept uh, tie into the fact that black people need their own space?
0: Because there's a level of tuning out what societal standards have put upon you and understand what's real to you. First of all, you have to identify who you are Mm -hmm. and whether or not this makes you comfortable. Because if it doesn't make you comfortable, why would you do it? It's common sense if it's not your style and that's something that you don't like doing, then you shouldn't be at it before so don't have to use an outside influence to be told this is something you do i we had a friend I got a friend that told me one time that you know you I like. To have sex I like to fuck girls Because I like to have sex Is that wrong I got a problem I got an addiction problem I say No you don't have An addiction problem You don't know Who the fuck you are Or what you want to do For the rest of your life You have a lot of Useless time On your hands I believe I know their friend. Yes You need to occupy it. <laughs> you should occupy Your fucking time Doing something A little bit more productive Than then going around Chasing the skirts And that's the issue With a lot of people but when, how do you know that when you're in a, in a household where you can't grow up and when you don't have, have a stable household and you can't grow up, you don't have no space where you have enough parents that can teach you that, look, it's okay to be who you are. Be real with yourself. Don't be real because of them. Be real to who you are. If you're not real to who you are, you ain't going to make it. Stand Like I, was, I said earlier, stand on your own convictions. Stand on the convictions of who you are because not everybody's going to agree with you and society is not going to tell you that this is what you're doing is correct. You got to stay true to yourself. Say, you know, is that a right thing? Is that a wrong thing? I mean, you You tell me because everybody got their own convictions, which also brings me to one point. Is that what does it do to our freedom of speech? (laughs) Because, man, we know all about censorship, don't
1: we? It starts from the ground up, don't it? You can't even work a job and say how you feel about police killings mm-hmm. without the feeling that you might get fired or you might be down the road to getting fired because somebody don't like know. Real quick, I had a coworker that had came in to work with a heavy
0: metal shirt. Now at my job, it's kind of a free, loose forming, there's no real uniform code, there's no dress code. You come into work, prepare to work. The only thing you really need to have is clothes, obviously we dressed um, steel toe boots safety glasses, work gloves get ready to work my co-worker came to work and he had like a little death heavy metal shirt but one of the shirts he had had a little bit of a controversial symbol about the Christian cross on it and he was told that he couldn't wear that anymore so he was told that you cannot wear this ever again at work why? there's no uniform dress code about this there's nothing in the book says that. And literally, there's nothing in our work handbook that says there's nothing. He couldn't wear that. So this is more of a, not a company policy, but a personal preference policy. Right? That's what showed me. So that goes to show you that even in your workplace, you're being censored from your right to speak or express yourself openly. You're in your home, especially in a black household. You're definitely told. How many times have your mama told you to shut the fuck up? I've been told to shut the fuck up about my mama a lot of times. My little brother, JMC, GJ, jmc has been told to shut the fuck up about my mama a lot of times. <laughs> no, this is to our mother love loves too, But
1: we've been told to shut the fuck up a lot. Now, I'll give you another example. I'm glad you said that. Now, let's say a black man in his own house, right? Mm-hmm. Um, It gets to the point sometimes in life where you fight with the people you love, AKA your family. So what has happened inside of this whole society is, Black people, black men in general, have been handcuffed to the point where they don't even feel comfortable fighting in their own homes. No. Uh, a guy named Zoe Williams said this, uh, real, like, excellent. Black men need a safe space because black men don't even feel safe to be human anymore. Mm. And one part of the human condition is the fact that you get angry and the fact that you fight sometimes. So the reason why black people need their own space is... Nine times out of 10, and especially dealing with the family court system, if a black man gets to a point where he has an argument with his lady, and if that lady, for some reason, is not vibing with him, she can use that white law enforcement system in order to drive the black man away from his own home. So, you ask again, why do black people need their own space? We need our own spaces to be the men that have a full spectrum of emotions that men have, whether it be anger, whether it be sadness, whether it be uh, depression, whether it be a person that wants to be happy and show its expression by having to cook out in his own home without the cops being called on them. What's that girl, that was the white woman that was calling the cops Uh, on their body? uh, Permit Patty. Permit Patty. So Permit Patty is around the corner looking at you because you don't have a safe space in order to even celebrate as a black person. So why do black people need their space? We need our spaces just to live. And speak, apparently.
0: Exactly. Because we can't even speak on ourselves. Hmm. Well...
1: I think we reached the precipice of this. Do you have any final thoughts you wanna give on this real quick? Man, I think we've we've said a lot, man. I just hope that everybody grasps the fact that, you know, we don't have the answers, we don't have all the answers, but the reason why we have this platform is because we can interact with you, you can interact with us through, you know, the messages. Mm-hmm. And like we've always said, man, some of y'all may agree with what we're saying. Some of y'all may disagree with what we're saying. But the one thing that we're all here from mm-hmm. is to learn from each other. Okay? And for of us to learn, we always, always, always
0: welcome open discussion. Yes, yes, we do. Sure. Even if it is, if we, if we agree to disagree on anything, openly discuss it. Maybe there's some things we miss. Maybe there's something we you learn from us. We are all welcome to learn from each other if we just talk about it. I'm Dante Chase Bridges. And I'm Stephen C.P. Watson. And that concludes another episode of The Brothers. We will see you next week. Peace. Y'all.